So it's almost like labor is becoming a commodity, which is like I was already, I'm already terrified because of the housing issue, but you know, now labor, really? Are you looking to buy a house? I'm not looking to buy a person either, so <laughs> that's kind of what that means. But no, I'm not looking to buy a house. Do what? <laughs> I still can't. Yeah, we're still we're, I think he's still working on your audio. Help me. Help me, Robert. Help, help me. I made a very dark joke. There he is. There wow, go. that's okay. You get it? Yeah. Okay. Oh, got yeah. it. That should be cut out. Yeah. <laughs> that may get us in trouble. All right. Guess who's back on the Nerd Brand Podcast, everybody? Who? Harry, Harry Potter. Yeah, yeah, Harry Potter. Yeah. Harry Potter? Uh, yeah. Well, that one. Well, oh, somebody just did it. A impression. That got my ear attention. <laughs> Harry Potter? <laughs> I like impressions. It's Dobby. Yeah, it is. That's where you get Dobby. You know, this is the weirdest open I think we're going to do. But, you know, hey, we're here we are. Nerd Brand Podcast, everybody. Mm-hmm. Welcome. Thank you for listening and watching and subscribing and all the likes and everything. I'm with Mitch Gregory, our creative director. Michaela Meek, our account associate. And guess who's back? It's the return of the Jonathan Payne. The Dark Lord Rises. <laughs> <laughs> he whom we have not been able to speak of in the last two months because he has been... I don't know, man. What? Tell the people what what happened. <laughs> tell, Nothing really. <laughs> <laughs> Nothing happened. Everything's okay. Just one week, I was sick. The others, mm, just thought I'd leave it up to you guys. <laughs> <laughs> in a fetal position in your backyard, <laughs> sleeping. <laughs> you got to go where you can get sleep. <laughs> well, Jonathan, uh, we're glad to have you back on the show. We missed you. We missed we we missed the uh, the snark element. I've missed it myself. I know. Everybody keeps telling me that. I'm trying not to be a snarky. You know, I'll leave it there. It's not bad snark. No, it's, it's not a good bad. snark. Yeah, you know. it's colorful snark. Yeah, yeah. There, it, there's a limit to it. Yeah. Well timed snark. Yeah. Well, you know, the views on this podcast aren't necessarily expressed by. All right. Anyway, so the objects are closer than they appear. <laughs> <like. laughs> yeah. And if you're listening to this on Spotify, uh oh. That may not be, if the objects are really close, then you, you're not on Spotify. So that's all I got to say on that one. All right. Anyways. This, this episode is about social brands. Uh, so people actually don't see your brand first on your website. Um, you know, you think about the first interaction. Um, we have done SEO, like branded search. You know, people remember your name, remember your business, they go and they search for it. <laughs> Google has completely transformed the search result page to be probably about 80% of Google product in search results and not actual links to websites, which is very frustrating to website owners, especially if you look at the Mm -hmm. people also ask and you click on that and there's the result to answer your question. And then there's the link to the site, but Google answered the question in a snippet. It's a little long. So nobody's going to these sites. Exactly. Yeah. So then you think like, Oh, I want one of those coveted people also ask spots. And I'm like, no, you don't. Not if you're trying to gain traffic on your site. Mm -hmm. Um, But social awareness with the brands. I mean, you have to think about since you're no longer really at the top of the Google search anymore, what else is on Google? Well, it's a social media um, you know, we've seen Twitter feeds, we've mm-hmm. seen uh, podcast stuff, and very soon we will see uh, TikTok uh, videos and Instagram reels on a what we call it's called a shelf, mm-hmm. and so that will appear. That be that's rolling out now on their um, 
iOS app for search. So if you have a, in certain places, if you have Google's iOS app for search, you might already be seeing these. Uh, so it is definitely uh, becoming a different world again. So making your brand social, though, it's easier said than done. Uh, but it doesn't mean you ignore your website, for God's sakes. Please don't take this as a commercial to say, oh, guests don't need a website anymore. Like, no, Google's no, you, doing <laughs> greeting from somewhere. Right. You, <laughs> you just can't rely on Google to directly send somebody to your site. Mm-hmm. That's all. Yeah. And I think uh, it, it comes up a lot, but TikTok is surpassing Google in search. But Google is a fault for that. They helped him. It wasn't like TikTok did it on their own. So, uh, so it's very interesting time. Um, looking up what social brands are, Jonathan, see if you agree with this. A no, social, no, no, oh, there you go. All right. Well, everybody, thank you for listening. We'll tune in, there you tune in next time. Yeah. <laughs> Glad I could help. Yeah. A social brand is hackable and people support something they can interact with and personalize and feel some ownership of, and, uh, they can get behind you. Uh, so basically it's storytelling. So, I was trying to think of brands that do this, which is, you know, important with these notes. I'm going to start off with probably a big one that I think you are aware of, and that's Radio Shack. <laughs> <laughs> that, that Twitter account is now my new favorite. Yeah. And have you seen it? Yeah. I've seen the snippets. Yeah. It's a bold play. <laughs> bold move, Cotton. It, we'll it, see how it plays out. Yeah, right. It's one, you've one, it's one of those Twitter feeds you look at and think, is this... Is this real? Am <laughs> yeah. I really being played? Bad. They actually, there was people I think that asked that, but everybody's like now, like, I don't know who you are. And like, it's sort of like this person. that's like this hero now. He's mm-hmm. got, nobody knows who it is. Mm-hmm. It's, it's like a, a very a savage comedian in my eyes. I'm like, is this real? I was baffled when I was reading some of the, the feeds on it. There's an account called, uh, is it called not pizza hut? Mm-hmm. Or anything, yeah, but something like it's, that. It's like the pizza hut, but it's the logos upside down. <laughs> <laughs> and it's hilarious. I mean, it's just, Horribly self-deprecating, mm-hmm. you know, parody all, account. Yeah, parody account for Pizza Hut, and it's like the first few times you saw, saw it, you were like, is, "What? What's happening here?" Yeah, <laughs> yeah. You just got to think like at some point, like, is, are they okay with this? <laughs> <laughs> but with Radio Shack, I mean, they've been what out of business for what five years or something now. Well, that, I'm that's somebody answered that for me because I wasn't sure if they were completely out of business or if they just like scaled way, 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 way down. Right. So I mean, I'm, I'm definitely sure. lost the uh, the market. I, I feel like there's some still open, yeah. but I could be wrong. I don't yeah. Know. yeah, I always would see a store next to Walmart. <laughs> that was always the place. And I, I only went in there for batteries. And I think at the time I was into like, this is going to sound weird, but I would buy LED lights, like the little small ones, mm-hmm. and then just wire them up. And then I would use that for like custom lighting and stuff like that when mm-hmm. I was like bored. I used to be a different kind of nerd back in the day. <laughs> now I don't want anything to do with it. Now I look at it and go like, there's just so many wires. <laughs> now it, I think like, how can I hide this? <laughs> it used to be, a, it used to be a great place to go. If you had like a, back in the day, if you had like a boom box or a radio mm-hmm. and a switch, a switch broke or something like that. Yeah. You could find all those kind of parts like switches, toggle switches and things like yep. that. Very readily available. Uh, to repair and make, make those kind of repairs and fix things now. I mean, or <laughs> if you needed a tape, uh, a, a cassette tape cleaning kit, mm-hmm. you could go. I still need those that. every now and then. Yeah. yeah. I would run on the, I had a, I had a 98 Corvette 
which was a C5, Mitch, you know, C5 mm-hmm. generation body style. And so in the back, I drilled two holes pointing down because the mat in the back area I bought had the embroidered Corvette logo. So when you lift up the lid in the back of the truck or the truck, that the in the back of the car, the Corvette. Uh, you misspoke. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Anyways, when you lift that up, you'd see this big, beautiful embroidered, you know, emblem. They had those custom carpeted uh-huh. mats. And so I was like, wouldn't it be neat if I was at a show and I could get that lit up when I lifted that? And that's what I did with them. I bought small blue lights because they were the brightest. Mm-hmm. And I would point toward that thing. So when you lift it up, it's like shining on it. So I go to car shows and I get dim outside. I had a toggle switch and I just go click. And then nice. all the lights underneath the hood, in the back mat and inside would light up because I also had a customized interior. Um, I do have selfish photos of this thing posted <laughs> on my Facebook, but that's about it. It was years ago. Almost won that car show, too. Almost won it. What was the prize? I, you know, I don't know. It was at a church, so... Probably a trophy. Probably some pamphlets. I don't know. <laughs> some, some tracks. It's like, here's a track. One some of nice the li- cakes. One of the little kneelers. <laughs> <laughs> or two, even. <laughs> I lost to a, uh, a Roush uh, uh, Mustang. Yeah. Completely stock. All my stuff was custom. His was stock. He just rolled up and parked it. And I was like, all right, whatever. You hate to see it. Yeah. yeah. People, people love original equipment. Yeah. You sound bitter. <sighs> yeah. You know, I often walk, I do have a, a picture of it in my hallway just cause I need to cover a, a nail hole. And every now and then I see that car and I go like, I remember that day. Anyways, a social brand will boost trust, credibility and re- relatability. So, um, you guys got any brands other than Mitch getting his example of, you know, the, de- the devil's pizza. Not, not Pizza Hut. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, going back to social, I mean, little. I, I brought it up before. Little Debbie has a great has a great Twitter account. Um, Steakum or Steakums is it plural? Anyway, has a great Twitter account. Mm-hmm. Um, so they're great. They're very active in social media. Wendy's. Everybody's mm-hmm. pretty familiar with Wendy's social media account. Um, yeah. GoPro. GoPro's a good one. Yeah. They've always done very well on social with yeah. using it in different ways, want to, to release updates and new products and things like that on some channels and then others like Instagram and YouTube and things that are a little more visual. Yeah. Well, people- imagine how valuable it is to have a post on, because they've had an agreement with Twitter and the API in order to connect and show Twitter posts on Google search for a very mm-hmm. long time. Imagine the value of that, having a tweet go viral and it shows up in a search result. I mean, that's, that's sort of what's coming with TikTok and mm-hmm. Instagram reels. I mean, that's, you know, anybody can read an article about that right now. Um, well, it's kind of in a way, if, if you could sort of think about it, that, I mean, the web has kind of expanded beyond just websites. Mm-hmm. It's social media platforms. Mm-hmm. Uh, the, the, the web universe includes all these things now, other than just www. Right. Yeah. I mean, that commenting on WordPress used to be a huge thing and pingbacks and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. And it got to the point where the, the that's where most of the conversation happened when blogging and content kind of started. Now, most places have disabled the comments or they hide them or whatever. They don't allow commenting because the conversation's way out here. It's not on the website yeah. anymore. Right. Yeah. Well, and spam bots just, they immediately go yeah. for that stuff. That, and eat that didn't it. help. Yeah. Oh, yeah. They eat that up. You go down and look at look at the comments on a lot of sites down, and it's like f- at least fifty percent spam. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. But WordPress has a blogging community on WordPress.com, 
Mm-hmm. You know, WordPress.org is the self-installed version. You can go download it, put it on a GoDaddy hosting platform. Why would you would do that? Stop. <laughs> but you can, um, you know, but that's .org. And that's the nonprofit backed by the WordPress Foundation. And so that's why it's open source, owned by the company Automatic. I know that was a lot at once, but anyways. Point is, .com is more like your Shopify. Mm-hmm. You know, you, you, you pay a little bit extra to have your domain instead of it being like mystore.wordpress.com. You can just have mystore.com pay for that. But at the end of the day, if you log into a WordPress account that you own and you go to another WordPress site, whether it's .org or .com, your interaction on that site completely changes into this social view of being able to see the blogs and reblog them. You know, kind of like a retweet mm-hmm. and other things can occur. It's very different. Even if you embed a post from another WordPress site into your WordPress site, it creates and generates a customized um, embedded snippet hmm. of that article. Mm-hmm. It's been that way for a few years, actually. Uh, yeah. So, you know, the web becoming social WordPress kind of, they knew. I mean, they knew. They knew that websites were not going to be necessarily the front door anymore. Mm-hmm. You know, it's any link on your website through search or social that becomes the front door. It, it just kind of hit me. Bear with me. I'm having one of those moments. You know, <laughs> Whoa, I felt it. Kind of like my, <laughs> it, it's sort of like my everything is an ad epiphany, but it, it, everything is the World Wide Web now. Everything, I mean, Twitter, Facebook, uh, Instagram, TikTok, really it all re- resides in that same universe. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. It's just taking... The, we're really seeing an evolution of the World Wide Web into something else. Yeah. I, I, I contend, I've been it for, for a long time, that tele, broadcast television kind of f- started fading in the distance, but it's all kind of coming full circle again, and everything's becoming uh-huh. broadcast television. Yeah. Even TikTok, had recent, I don't know if it's new, but I've kind of been waiting for it, and I didn't see it a few months ago. They've got a over-the-top app that now you can just get on TikTok like you can get on YouTube on your TV. But you just hit the up and down See? button to, to watch TikTok. And it's I'm all like, becoming television. I've been waiting for that because I don't yeah. really care about Netflix and all that yeah. stuff. I, don't, yeah. I can't focus long enough to stay involved with a show. Television will yeah. be here forever. Yeah, uh, that, I've been kind of in that boat, too, because I, 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 I'm the guy that's on the couch watching through my Apple TV YouTube videos mm-hmm. and stuff. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, you know, if the TikTok was on here, I'd probably be just hitting the dumb button all day, just in TikTok videos on my screen, on my TVs. Mm-hmm. And uh, so, yeah, I mean, it's the, it, it's sort of that right now in, in some circles, NFTs, Web 3.0 and all that is a big, like, if you're a business, honestly, how it's not going to help you with sales if your shtick is selling, you know, online candles, whatever. <laughs> yeah, I just, I don't know, take your pick. <laughs> It's me, you know, but it's like, at the end of the day, it's like, these are things that are, these are big blocks. Like the, you know, we've seen Bitcoin is blockchain and how that's driven and, and the web becoming more like that. I, you know, we're still probably a bit away from that given security concerns, but I think that, um, you know, the, the getting wrapped around like, oh yeah, I guess that's web 3.0. Cause I, I, when you were saying that Mitch, I could hear some, maybe people thinking that and it's not, you're just making a statement that. We interact with it like going out our front door. <laughs> uh-huh. <laughs> like we, yeah. we, we used to say, this is just the porch, and that's just the driveway. Now we're like, this is just outside. <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> and that's the web. 
Pretty Even much. your fridge is talking to you. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> if the birds and the squirrels start talking to you, run inside. <laughs> That's fine as long as you don't talk back. Okay. So what? So what's the huge takeaway here? What? What's the? I, I think developing when you're thinking about developing a brand, you're trying to think about social branding. You know, there's always that inclination to uh, for anybody to latch on to that one thing. Oh, yeah. And that thing is now the only thing that I'm going to do. And that thing is going to make more sales. And that thing is going to save me in marketing. And that's a magic gonna, bullet. That's the ma- exactly there's look, TikTok is a shiny object. I knew it. And I know that talking about it today and bringing up Google and the shelf and all this other stuff sounds like, whoa, like uh, again, it's being tested. It's not here yet, but it is coming. But even if you do that, we still fall to the branding circle of like we talk about websites. Like, oh, I want a website. Oh, great. What's it going to say? I don't know. Mm-hmm. What's the pictures? I don't know. <laughs> well, then you don't have a website, buddy. Why are pe- <laughs> who's well, it for? <laughs> why? Are, yeah. What, what, who's it for? And why do they want to come here? Right. Mm-hmm. Why do you want them to look at your TikTok? What kind of what are you what are you going to put on there? I want to put on there me dancing. No, <laughs> we don't need more of that. <laughs> <laughs> So there I'm has- still waiting for uh, for Jason to do to do some dances. <laughs> we do have the nerd brand TikTok. It's fired up. Is Go it? check it out. There's one video. There's one video. John, <clears throat> John's like, I got to sleep. And it's not me. And it, oh, it was. It's not you. It's Jason Bernard. Oh, it's that. Yeah, yeah. That that I like that video. The we also put that out on YouTube as a short. And then mm-hmm. did you put that out as an Instagram reel as well? It's been on Instagram. LinkedIn. Shared it on LinkedIn. Yeah, see, I saw it on LinkedIn. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, that's an example of what we're talking about, what we will take as an agency and take that and shape that. But we're putting out, that's a specific message. There is more to come that we'll discuss that I'd, I'm excited about. But the things that I can do with that as a person in web and SEO, I'm looking at that and I'm like, <laughs> I know exactly what I want to do. And, but you gotta, it's, it's, it's like anything else. There's a window for it. Mm-hmm. Everybody's going to jump in and then uh, somebody's going to ruin it. <laughs> Guess who? Yeah, it's marketers. Yeah, advertising people. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. So, anyways, uh, we hope that you've enjoyed this episode and been like, "Hmm, I'm going to go now dive into TikTok." Probably by now you were already Probably. in it and quit listening yeah. to us. I don't know. <laughs> if you are, go check out Toys R Us. They're coming back. Really? Yes. That's- I don't know the full details, but I stumbled on their TikTok and Jeffrey's over there responding the comments to the big giraffe. You know. <laughs> I had to remind everybody who he is, yeah. but he, they've got videos of him, you know, and, uh, I think they're, I think they're reopening in some capacity. I don't really know the, the extent of it. I couldn't find a ton of news, but they've got dozens of videos on TikTok hmm. trying to, trying to, trying to revive you know, the brand. Huh? Yeah. Revive. Yeah. It was a nostalgia. Mm-hmm. Yeah. A little bit. You hear that McDonald's? Give us back the Hamburglar. Maybe this time they'll take and, Amazon a little seriously. And a grimace. And a grimace. Yeah. Yeah. I think a lot that might happen. I mean, I'm, yeah, it's a it's a very strange world we're in now. <laughs> I think everybody wants Toys R Us to come back. Yeah, nobody was it. happy when people, they shut down. People love nostalgia, and you have a generation now that that was kind of raised on on Toys R Us, and and now they're having kids. Yep. I mean, yeah. I'd like to take my child. To, yep. Yeah, yeah. I mean, where else is there to go? Walmart. I, I remember. <laughs> yeah, exactly. I, <laughs> I remember our first Christmas with a child leaving Toys R Us at night with my. I had a Thunderbird, a uh, 1990 Thunderbird, with a huge box, among other things, <laughs> that had one of those plastic play kitchen sets uh-huh. in it. Yeah. That was, I don't, 
my trunk was up the whole way home. <laughs> and that's not counting all the other crap we thrown in the back seat. I mean, I, that, that memory uh-huh. is cool to me. All right. And you've got a whole generation now that's coming up that doesn't know what it's like to go into a big toy store and uh-huh. have your eyes just bug no, out. It's just on their front doorstep, which yeah. is equally cool, but you know, it's not a, it's not yeah. an experience. Yeah, it's not like walking in and just being completely surrounded with wonder. It's like, well, it's the difference between like walking in. I've never, everybody in my family has walking to Disney world. I imagine uh-huh. versus looking at a brochure of it. Mm-hmm. It's about the experience. <laughs> yeah. Uh-huh. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. I mean, probably 10 years ago would not be a good time for Toys R Us to try to make a comeback. And I know I right. tried once before. Now is a good time. The channel's there. So the technology changes. Then there's an opportune time for that particular brand to come back. Nostalgia, that feeling yeah. it generates. Is, Nostalgia's huge. Yeah, well, there's that. And Amazon's kind of getting on people's nerves, frankly. I think I think that there's a lot of people who would rather shop for with another A documentary's kind of doing that, I feel like. A documentary came out about them recently and, and talking about all that that's out on, um, I can't remember if it's Netflix or it's on HBO Max, but... Yeah, that the 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 bad press wheels kind of churning on one side of Amazon, and, and you got like, okay, well, where else am I going to go and get my stuffs? Right. Well, and there's just <laughs> there's there's still I I think I think there's been kind of a learning curve, and I think there's and this gets into a whole other topic, and we probably don't have time to discuss it, but I think we've there's a learning curve with consumers where it's like, yeah, that that cool aspect of being able to just get online, find what you want, click and order it, have it in your house a couple of days, versus the value of being able to walk into a place and kind of look and shop and compare right. side by side, the real thing that's still carry. It's still, there's still value there. Yeah. Oh yeah. Well, yeah I, I think mean, there may be brick the, and mortar sales kind of speak for themselves versus online. Yeah. yeah. All we talk about is e-commerce, but brick and mortar is still no, we love significantly. significantly but, yeah. We more. really can't help that here at NerdBrand. If anybody hasn't really noticed, I mean, D to C branding is like something that we're passionate about. Always have been. We talk about it more now because at first we were like, Oh, let's see where this is going to go. <laughs> and now we're like, oh boy. There's just, I mean, there's benefits to both sides. Mm-hmm. And you can, I mean, we can help either side. It's yeah. just a matter of who's your consumer, who's your who's your customer, what do they want, what do they need. Yeah. Speak to them in a fashion that addresses that. And if you have a product that you can put on TikTok and do a demo of and tell a story with it, bang, that's what we're talking about here. That brand can become social and lead to sales. It does work. Whether it's D to C or brick and mortar. Yeah. Oh, we saw what happened with ocean spray. <laughs> I mean, one TikTok video and the shelves are empty. So it's not just, not just things that you're buying online. Like you right. said, it's, it can drive off the shelf purchases oh, yeah. at a huge yeah. volume. But anyways, we're, that'll conclude this episode. If you got any questions about all of this and you're like, wait a minute, I want you to dive in more to that. You know where to find us at. Leave a comment, like, subscribe uh, on YouTube. Uh, you can also go to Apple Podcasts. You can check us out on Spotify. Subscribe there and listen. What's the, what's the link? And uh, I'm not going to tell them the link. I'm just going to tell them to look for it. You can't make me what you can't tell me. Google what to do. it. Yeah, you can't tell me what to do. <laughs> Uh, you know, you go to nerdbrand. You can go to nerdbrandpodcast.com actually, and uh, right now it will take you to nerdbrandagency.com/slash/podcast. So you can just go to nerdbrandpodcast.com and listen to the latest episodes or watch these episodes. And uh, that's going to be it for the, for this episode. Uh, so glad to have John back, and then uh, you know, goodbye forever. Yep. <laughs> okay. Everybody. That's it. That's it. That's how we're going to close this one. Keep your nerd brand strong. <laughs>